the process, not a game, not a game. On today's episode, we're talking about the process. You are locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, right? So, hey, today, yeah, I want to talk to you all about the process, right? It just seems like, and, you know, it, it becomes a hot subject, right? It does. You know, the process... We all know by now, a lot of us know what it was. It's when the Sixers like went out there and intentionally tanked games for multiple years to get, you know, better players, right? They had a, a slew of, of first round lottery, not just first round picks, but lottery picks. Joel Embiid's the only one left on the team, but they had these guys and that's what they were going to do. They were going to build a team through the draft. They were going to make trades. They're going to do a lot of things. Just get a lot of asset acquisition, right? Now, it just seems like after every season, and again, I did it too. I wrote articles and colleagues wrote articles and other people wrote articles every season that said the process was a failure or it wasn't, right? I think it's time for us to stop talking about the process. I do. And and the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, Elton Brand, when uh, – Back in, I want to say 2000, in October 2000, when Brett Brown was fired, Elton Brand, the general manager, came out and said the process was a failure, right? He said the process was a failure. He acknowledged it. True. And that's why, you know, Brett Brown was let go. That's why they let go of a lot of guys in the in, in the front office. And the process was just so they moved on. They hired Doc Rivers. They hired Daryl Morey. They hired a bunch of other people, right? I mean, they 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 restructure the front office. They they get new players, right? They do a lot of things. And uh, each year, I feel like we keep lumping the process on to the preceding season. Like it just keeps going, but it has to come a time when it has to stop. It does, and in my opinion. It stopped when Brett Brown was let go, right? You know, yes, I get it. James Harden came on board, and and Ben Simmons was a part of the process. And James Harden came on board because he was acquired from the Brooklyn Nets in exchange for Ben Simmons. So some people might want to include that, right? No, uh-uh, you can't. You know, I, I I think we have to stop. Now, the thing is, the one thing that's common and, and the reason why I said the process was a failure and it's, you know, you can add these years, I guess, but I'm not going to do it. You know, this process was started because the, the, the Sixers were frustrated with the inability to get out of the second round. Right. They wanted to get out of the second round. They wanted to build a championship team. They have yet to be able to do that since the process began. Now, again, you know, it was great feat when they first made it to the playoffs when, you know, Joel Embiid and 
and uh, you know Dario and and a lot of those young guys that they had, Ersan Ilovasova, uh, Marco Bellinelli, all those guys. You know, great, great. Then came to a point where they expected more, and then we know the following year they had Jimmy Butler, they had all these other guys, and they lost in the second round, Game Seven, when Kawhi hit the four bounce shot, right? And then the next year, Brown was let go because they were swept in the first round. But at that point, he had to get out of the second round. They wanted him to get out of the second round. After that four bouncer, like it was like people thought he was going to lose his job that year, but he stayed. So to me, as much as we talk about the process, as much as we say everything about the process, um, how great it was and, and, um, if it was or if it wasn't, you know, I think it's time for us to let it go. I, I do. Um, I think it's time to move on and, and talk about other things. You know, the one thing is, and I will say this about it, you know, yes, it did produce Joel and B. And you can argue back and forth about that. You know, some people say they didn't have any all-stars. Well, you know, Andre Iguodala was a pretty good player, you know, beforehand, right? Um, but you can say they didn't have any stars. Drew Holiday was an all-star, you know? So, I mean, these are guys who were there. Um, but then also they could only, they couldn't get out of the second round. And this team was a, you know, an AFC, the best right now. Yes, the Sixers are always contending for a regular season title. But that doesn't mean anything if you can't get out of the second round, right? It, it, it doesn't. So, you know, to me personally, the process was a failure, and I said that. And like I said, I'm going to move on from that. But at the same time, I feel like uh, you can't continue the continuation it and lump it on the things. Like right now, yes, you have Joel Embiid. Now what they're doing is they're, they're trying to see if James Harden is going to come back, right? Um, they're, they're trying to figure out a lot of other things. Um, you know, now they got to give Maxi about getting Maxi an extension. You got to see about Tobias Harris. You know, there was thought that he was going to be traded. Now it's like he's heading into his final year. You know, are you just going to let him walk in free agency next year? Are you going to give him an extension? You know, what do you intend to do to him? So do for him. So, you know, that's where we are. And this is uh, the, the things that that's going to happen. So, um, is a lot that needs to go, but the end of the story is they still haven't gotten out of the second round. But that's where we are, and um, I'm just tired of talking about it, to be honest with you. The process. The process. It is, the Sixers have moved on, people. They moved on. But the one thing that's really big about the 76ers and big that I think that you guys should know. It's like game time. I really like game time. You know, here's the game time. So buying tickets at your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you love, right? You have, right? So forget about planning months in advance. Game time has the deals with tickets right up to the day of the event. 
Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always have to get the best price. If you find tickets at the same section and a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference, right? What you do is you download the game time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for 20% off your first pack purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for 20% off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, right? Now, the thing is, we talk about the 76ers moving forward. Um, Right now, James Harden's a, a huge topic, right? He's a guy that everybody wants to talk about. You know, now it's like before sources where everybody was saying, hey, he's going to go. Everybody believes he's going to go to Houston. He's going to go to Houston. Now it's like, uh, I don't know. There's some people saying there are some people out there in the Houston area like, what is this team going to look like? Like if James comes back, is he going to impede the growth for the young players? And so – I don't know. Now, there's some other people thinking, like, you look at a team like the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are going to either trade or waive Chris Paul. And, you know, he has some options where he can be waived and he could come back at a lower price or or what have you. But they're going to have a lot of roster spots available. And some people think that Harden could be a good fit there. So you look at that and you say to yourself, like, hmm. You know, maybe. But the thing is, now, that Phoenix Suns team will probably win a lot. But to me, when I look at it, you have to ask yourself, like, you already have Devin Booker, who is a legit scorer. You have Kevin Durant, who's a legit scorer when healthy. Like, I think when healthy, Kevin Durant, is the best player in the league and been the best player in the league for the past five years, right? When healthy. And then you have James Harden, a guy who wants his basketball freedom. And, you know, what that means is he wants to get his buckets too. So to me, you got to ask yourself, is that the perfect fit for him? Like, is that the perfect fit for him to go to, to go to, to Phoenix where you got two other lethal scores. Now, I think if he says, I want to come here and I just want to be a solid point guard, okay, distribute the ball, like lead the league in assists again, you know, you know, run the offense, maybe, because I think that's what they kind of need, right? Um, I don't know if they need three guys and all three of them want to get the shots up. I just don't think that's going to be productive, right? Um, or, but uh, who knows? Now, again, but I think when you say you got James, and if James is playing a certain way, I feel like that's the best team in the league. I do. I, I think that, that, and then you have, you know, Andre Aiden too, doing that. The problem is, like, the salaries, man. These guys are – they're going to be so top-heavy with salary to where you're going to have to, like, 
do your best to, to fit in like minimum wage guys around them or role quality role players. But I, I think the firepower is there if and only if, you know, James is willing to go there and, and be more of a facilitator. You know, a guy who when the shot is open, take it. Um, you know, I'm looking at him more as a, a third scorer for that team. And if he's willing to be a third scorer, you know, do that, then it works. Um, it'll work out. And again, you know, that's a that's a big ask of a guy who led the league in scoring for three years, three times, right? Um, a guy who was the 2018 MVP. You know, you 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 still in his some people in Philadelphia are looking at game seven of this season and against Boston in the second round and saying he lost it. Well, in games one and four, he played phenomenal, like 45 and 42 points. So he's looking at it like, yo, in the right situation, I can be that guy. You know, I'm sacrificing my game, but in the right situation, I can be that guy. So, you know, but I don't think Phoenix needs him to be that guy. I don't. I don't. I think with the Sixers, they were better off. I guess they won those two games. You know, they needed because Joel Embiid didn't play the first one. The second game, they needed a lift. On game four, they needed a lift from somebody. Um, so that worked out. But aside from that, you know, running the offense, getting guys in the right spots, doing what you got to do. I think that's more of James's role at this particular time. So again. Houston, I, I, if he goes to Houston, right, which people were expecting weeks ago, if he goes to Houston, I look at it as more as uh, they're going to bring in other people too, and he's going to be like that point guard facilitator, so to speak, right? He might get his shots. He might do this and that, but I feel like they got bigger plans than what they're telling us. He comes to the Sixers, you know, I feel like, you're going to be the second, you got to be the second option again. You know, now if they trade Tobias Harris, it could be one of those things you get some shooters in there around him that might help his game a little bit, help uh, Joel Embiid's game a little bit, maybe Maxi. But um, I don't look at him as being a focal point as long as Joel Embiid's here. I look at him as being more of a, how should I say it, you know, uh, a, a second option, a quality second option, you know. So there we are. Now let's talk about prize, right? You know, thing about prize picks, see, I, I like prize picks, right? And and I and I'm a guy who likes prize picks, and I'm not a gambling guy. That's the that's the crazy thing, right? So I'm not a gambler, but I love prize picks, and I always want to tell you all about prize picks and and how to help you out. So it's kind of like it's the NBA Finals, right? So the thing about it is, what they do is. In the NBA Finals, they give you an opportunity to win a million dollars, right? So people get an opportunity to win a million dollars on the NBA Finals. What you do is every day of the NBA Finals, one prize pick user will get a chance at becoming a millionaire. Um, one entry placed after 8 a.m. Eastern time will be randomly selected each day. Whoever placed the entry will be given a six-pick flex with the following payouts, six correct picks, $1 million, five correct picks, $80,000, four correct picks, 16,000, 
Full details can be found at prizepix.com backslash million. You must opt in at this link to be eligible for a million dollar entry. Once you opt in, all you have to do is play the game like normal, right? And if you do that, and you become a lucky winner, right? Now, the thing about prize picks, and I'm going to say this, right? Tonight, I'm taking Nikola Jokic to score more than 26.5 points. I'm also taking Jokic, Jokic, I said Jokic, to have more than 7.5 rebounds. I'm taking Jimmy Butler to have less than 6.5 assists. And I'm taking Kyle Lowry to have more than two threes, right? Maybe, right? So that's what you do. Now, how does this thing work? So what you do is you take you pick two to six players. And if they go score more or less than their prize pick projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you and the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That includes NBA, NHL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college, and on and on, right? So there's a lot of options. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. So download the PrizePick apps or go to prizepick.com to sign up today and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with the promo code locked on, right? Um, if you deposit $100, you can re- you can receive $100, right? If if you deposit 50, prize picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter, enter the promo code locked on and sign up for instant deposit matchup to $100. Do it today, people. I'm telling you, definitely do it today. So the thing is, we look at the 76ers, right? So right now, I guess you would say the number one thing that this team needs uh, is James Harden leaves or if he stays. I think they need a ball handler. I think they need a guy, like if Harden stays, they need a guy who can be a backup ball handler who can, you know, really get them in the nice spots and, and do certain things, right? If he leaves, they definitely need a point guard. I mean, they just do. Um, the thing is, you got to try to maneuver it with trades or something like that to see if you can get it because you just don't have it, right? So when you look at that, even if he does, the best person that they have for that is Tobias Harris with value. Well, Maxie, of course, but I don't know if they're willing to get rid of Maxie. Embiid, of course, but I'm just saying Embiid's an untouchable at this particular time, right? So the thing is, you look at Tobias and you say to yourself, like, okay, he's a fourth option. In the playoffs, he was the only one who really produced. I mean, it's true. He was the only one who really produced. But the question is, you ask yourself, like, but he's a fourth option. Can we get something for him? And if there's a team that's willing to think that Tobias can get them over the hump, if there is a team, then what we'll do is we'll try to see if we can get a shooter, we can get a ball handler, we can do this. Someone who can be more of a fourth option and just know their role. Because let's face it, Tobias is better than being a fourth option, right? He is. Now you might say on the championship team, he's a third option, he's a fourth option on the championship team. You might say that. 
But when you look at this team and you see that he's the fourth option and you're saying to yourself, like, whoa, you can get other guys to do the things that you want. Like, you could get a three and D. You could get a sharpshooter. You could get all these other things. The way his game is, he needs the ball. He needs to get involved. He needs to get up touches, stuff like that. It's just not working. Um, now, again, he produced in the playoffs by far one of the best players they had. But I believe that in order for him to to show his full value, he may have to go to another team, and you can get somebody else to do the little things that he does. So that's where I am. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you all had a great day. Join the podcast, and I'll be back tomorrow. Peace.